Welcome to Break Free to Brilliance podcast, where heart-centered entrepreneurs, visionaries, and everyday heroes in your backyard are helping the world break free to live life more purposefully, one story at a time. I am Seema Giri, your host, an award-winning author, entrepreneur, and holistic lifestyle strategist. Today's show is sponsored by Uplift Media. For strategies on how to break free to your brilliance and get your free gift, 10 Ways to Live a Dynamic Life, visit SeemaGiri.com. Welcome to Break Free to Brilliance podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And today our very special guest is Karina Aragon. She is a number one international bestselling author from our most recent book, Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes, it's so wonderful to have you again here, Karina. I wanted to, let me introduce you a little bit formally to Karina. Karina is an entrepreneur, intuitive transformational coach with Lucid Living Moment and international bestselling author of Break Free to Stand in Your Power and Break Free, Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity. She loves to inspire, create and heal. She has been an entrepreneur for over 12 years, creating CK Clean Living, a successful cleaning and organizing business. Karina desires to assist the collective through the transformation into building the new world. She wants to make a difference in the communities and around the world through inspirational speaking, healing arts, and teaching practical astrology. Her focus is on transformational coaching, art therapy, and astrological chart and card readings. Welcome, Karina. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Well, before we get started with this amazing interview, let's do a quick grounding meditation so we can be fully 100% present here and now. So let's close our eyes, taking a deep cleansing breath and exhale. Again, with the next inhale, all the way to your belly. Just exhale any worry, any concerns or any um, nervous energy, anything at all that you're feeling, just let that go. And with your next breath in, I want you to bring your focus to your heart. And think of a very special moment or a very happy moment. Could be from any time time period of your life. If you want, you can also place your hand over your heart to bring that to your awareness a little bit easier. And just breathe into that and relive that moment as if you're living it for the very first time. Remember the smell of the time. Remember the people around with you and how it made you feel. Feel the joy and the bliss as if you are feeling it for the very first time. And just feel right into that. Next, I would like you to bring into awareness your crown chakra, which is on top of your head, and think of a second happy moment. And relive that moment as if you're living it for the very first time. Again, remember the touch, the smell, the people around you, how you were feeling at that moment. Feel it as if you're feeling it for the very first time. Feel in the joy and the bliss and the excitement and the peace and the unity you felt at that time. Inhale again, exhale. And 
I would like you to bring your awareness to being right here and present and open up your heart to receiving. We're so used to giving all the time. We forget that we too need to receive and we too can receive and give ourselves permission to receive. The next breath in, just feel into your body. And don't worry about what it is that you need to receive or what might that be. Just trust in the universe and trust in the now and trust that whatever it is, be open to the possibilities of, of whatever it may be. You will get whatever you need. You don't have to worry about what that might be. Just let go of any thoughts or anything to put yourself into any one particular category. Just be open to receiving, open to love, open to hearing any wisdom that you may need to hear from us today. We all come together for a reason. I don't believe in any accidents. So let's just be here together in the now, right here in the present. With the next breath in, open your eyes. So Karina, what, what was called upon your heart when we did that meditation? Just being like super happy and grateful for where I am at and how far I've come and like just how grateful I am to be a part of a collective that is that has you in it. And yeah, I love this song. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Don't stop believing. Yes. Wow, that's that's a really beautiful song too. Journey. It's one of my favorite songs. And that was another thing I was thinking during the meditation is I've had some good times with friends karaoke to this song. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> How better can it be than having it play right now? Yeah, there he is. <laughs> we can't hear it over here, but you know, still that's wonderful. Well, a big congratulations to you on your second book and hitting that to number one international best-selling status. I know that's super exciting. I'm happy we got it two times in a row. Yes, yes, that's been great. And um, it's just been an honor to work with you again for the second time, Karina. Can you tell our listeners what inspired you to be part of Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity? Absolutely. So as you all know, I did the anthology Break Free and Stand in Your Power. And that was a super successful anthology getting international's number one bestseller. And I had agreed to do that book right after my dog passed away. And I thought, well, this is gonna be great, right? This is a productive way to use my energy and channel it into something positive that could help other people. And happened to be break free to peace, love and unity. I decided to do after my dad passed. So, to then channel this energy into something productive and something that will also help others through their loss and transformation and breaking free to stand in their power and 
breaking free to peace, love, and unity, which we're seeing right now in the world that we need to have more of that unity. I just found it also amazing, Karina, how both of our books, uh, we didn't know we're going to be timed perfectly for the situation, right? right? Which has been um, a little bit, I mean, I know, you know, we're, we're always guided to do what is supposed to be happening for and the timing is always perfect but to get it this accurate tw twice in a row has been totally amazing yeah and definitely the difference from the first book where the the first time you'd ask me and i hadn't been an author yet and i really had to think about it i, I swear it felt like i was thinking about it for like three months asking my guides praying <laughs> and then like I had like two owl sightings in one night after asking, I was like, okay, fine, said and done, it's happening. But then when you invited me for the second anthology, I, it was like a yes, like, yeah, of course. Like my dad had just passed, you know, and I was like, yes. And it was crazy because my dad passed before the launching, our launch party of Break Free to Stand in Your Power. And so I, I felt like I wasn't fully, fully present for that excitement. And so this time it was much different because I would already was writing through my grieving process and uh, really focusing on that. So I'm really glad it came at the time that it came. Was this a tool to also help you with the grieving process? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. It's all about, uh, transformation is about taking, uh, maybe a shadow aspect or a not so happy emotion feeling or a stage in your life and transmuting it into something that empowers you and others and that's what i feel the break free series has all been about mm. um, yes yes and that was the whole intention as well so i'm glad that you were able to experience that too as an author and that was our intention for our readers but also people um I'm not sure if they do or do not realize, but as an author, when you're writing, there, it's 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 a really amazing tool to transform ourselves to the next level as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes our readers also feel that um, because they can feel because of that energy that is in there as well. They can feel that. So, what is the name of your chapter, and what can the readers look forward to experiencing from your chapter? My chapter is Love All the Pieces, P-E-A-C-E-S, of the universe, because I thought it was a good play on words with peace, love, and unity. And it's really about like loving all the pieces of you, because as above, so below, everything that's outside of you is inside of you. And it's about working with these energies. Um, yeah, you could look forward to famous quotes in my chapter, some science uh, pointers, like uh, uh, laws of physics, and then specific examples on what you can do to support and assist others in a productive way, as well as self-care. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Um, how do you think, how do you think, the message of your chapter 
is going to serve even during this pandemic time, the extended pandemic time that we're still in. Yeah. Um, this pandemic is, was definitely blindsided, I think, most of humanity and the collective. On the scare, scale that it was, I think that it brought a lot of people together uh, because everything at that time before them was about separation, mm -hmm. building walls, out like separation of status, uh, gender. Uh, there was so much separation, even in like like blue or red, and everything's like so. And and that's the thing about the universe is everything has dichotomy and opposites and balance, but it's about finding these two opposites, just like in astrology, right? You always have a opposite like Pisces and Virgo. We're in the Pisces new moon right now. What is opposite of Pisces? Virgo. Okay. Pisces has no boundaries. And so it's about like individuals, like we are rivers, right? And when we come together, we make an ocean that's Pisces. There's no boundaries with Pisces. With Virgo, there is boundaries. There's boundaries. You have to get things done in your daily routines, right? And so we are stronger as an ocean than we are a river. Yeah. So with peace, love, and unity, that's how I see this book being a really good tool during this time of a pandemic. Having compassion and empathy is so important during this time. So that's some specific examples on what you can do to support and assist others. Yeah, and I think we need an extra dosage of empathy and compassion during this time. And when we talk about having empathy and compassion, generally it's always taken to be, to be towards other people. But I think it's equally as important, if not more important, to have that for yourself as well. What Absolutely. are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I'm, big care. I, I'm a big advocate on self-care because I feel that when you have more self-care and self-love, then you could, you have more to give. Mm -hmm. You're filling up your own cup so you can, you could feed thirsty men. And that's what Aquarius is. Aquarius is an air sign, but it is the water bearer, right? So you have all this water and you're storing it to to give to others. That's what Aquarius is about. It's about the collective. It's about human being a humanitarian and a philanthropist, you know? And so, yeah, I think that answered your question. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes, yeah. So you said you, it's important to fill your cup and it's, it's important to give from the overflow. Yeah self-care yeah like I felt like I've been going and going and giving and giving and I decided to go out of town and go to a hot spring and here I am I'm at this beautiful vineyard where people are letting me use their space and it's about the it's a it's about the adventure mm. it's about the process not so much about the destination and getting to where you're going 
It's just going with the flow. And that's what Pisces is about in this new moon that we sit at right now. Wow. Going with the flow. And that is so important. It's so important to remember that it is adventure. It is about the journey. Everyone is so worried about getting to the destination mm-hmm. that they're forgetting to really enjoy the journey, even though it's so tough right now with everything happening. What do you think some of the gifts of pandemic have been, even though it's been a really difficult time of loss and separation, um, even we couldn't be with our loved ones who've passed on, but do you think there are some gifts of the pandemic? Absolutely. Um, I feel like it is the catalyst for change. I think we were all in our own zone, kind of like a, like, you know, when you get into a routine and a system that Saturn, you mm-hmm. kind of lose that Jupiter, that expansion, that, uh, that, that arrow of aspiring, you know? And so I think people were so busy on just trying to pay their mortgages and their rent and feeding their family that they forgot about what is truly important in their life. And when this pandemic took people's jobs away and their kids were at home, they thought, you know what? The most important thing in my life is being surrounded by people that I love. And as well as a lot of people that have passed on, we lost a lot of people, not only to COVID, but through depression Mm -hmm. and uh, confusion. I mean, there, I mean, Death is just a part of living, yeah. right? That's the, that's the opposite of, of, of life <laughs> is yeah. death. So we have this dichotomy. And I think that it just like, it really like, I, I feel like woke people up mm-hmm. to what really matters in life. So, yeah, I think it yeah. was for the change that we, are seeing in the world about unifying and being on purpose and being in complete like like love and and uh, unity and like moving towards one's divine purpose and destiny. I'd say I, I think it helped speed up the evolution of humanity on a soul level. I agree. Yes, I think it has been on a soul level and at at some level it has forced the entire globe to really, um, really start the healing process Mm -hmm. at an individual level, if they're able to receive that, if they're able to recognize that. But I think a lot of people have been able to recognize that. And Mm -hmm. I think the other part of, of, the pain part of the pandemic is that people have been forced to actually look at and resolve things that they've been avoiding for a really long time. And that's helping them come back to, you know, break Mm -hmm. free from whatever challenges they're having and to embrace peace, love, and unity, embrace the, the uh, diversity. Mm -hmm. Like super busy. Yeah. Yeah. You can't process things. You you have a hard time digesting things, you know, load everything and everyone down where they can really see what is important. 
sure. Yeah, and I think that's what people have been able to embrace themselves also. And that's what our book, Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity, has, uh, the authors have actually written all of those aspects. So hopefully our intention with this book is to even uh, carry it on as another catalyst to get mm -hmm. to that level where people can heal even more and really mm -hmm. embrace the peace, love and unity aspect, not only with themselves, but with people around them as well. Instead of the as you were writing this chapter this time around, mm -hmm. what do you feel has been your growth as an author? I feel that there is an art for sure to writing. And I feel like it's something that can't necessarily be forced. You kind of have to like go and roll and really think and apply things that are happening into your life. You can have a vision as what you want to write about, mm -hmm. but sometimes that's not how it's going to unfold. It, it is really, I feel you write for where you are at that time and what you're experiencing. Where the last book, I did the same thing, but it was more about I'm writing at where I am right now when I'm writing. And that really helps to start the flow of the creative process because you can't write if you're not in flow. Right. right. So I, I feel like in this, in this second anthology, um, I did more about the title and what I was going through and how I see how the, the reader will be able to use and apply the tips that I give in my chapter, because I do quote, I have like, I broke down the title, peace, love, and unity. And I used each acronym as what I think peace is, like patience, right? Mm -hmm. uh, empathy. And then I quoted famous quotes. Like I love Mark Twain. I, I think he's a great author and uh, I love his, his books. I mean, he's a big, huge part of English history, you know? Yes. But he, he's also like close to my heart. And so I did quote a lot of his and then I talk about what that quote means to me and how we could apply it. So I thought it, I, I, I made this chapter a little more uh, like, like reader friendly where you could take it and then you could apply it in practical form right. where break free to stand in your power was kind of like introducing myself to the world mm -hmm. and how I broke free to stand in my power. So that's how the, that my two chapters of the books differed. No, I, yeah, it's a great way of, of doing it. It gives you really good instant practical tools that the reader can apply in their own lives right away too. Were there any surprises for you as you were writing this time around? Yeah. Yes. Like I said, you always want your, 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 your message to get across a certain way. And so right away, I'm like, okay, I got my acronyms. I'm going to put my words and then I'm going to write about each word that associates with the chapter. And then I had them all, 
out and they didn't flow. So, <laughs> so what I had to do was rearrange and connect each paragraph. But then what happened? The acronyms in the read didn't match up with the peace, love, unity. And so they're all, they're all mixed up and the reader kind of has to guess what the heck's going on until the end. At the end of my chapter, I went ahead and I, I spelled it out. But I think that's just how life is. You know, we could plan things to go a certain way and we could be set on our plans, but you know, life always throws us <laughs> curveballs and you just kind of have to let go of control and embrace the ebb and flow of life, you know? So in other words, it came out perfectly the way it was supposed perfectly to be. Perfectly imperfect. Because I'm <laughs> a right. And we all and like things to be perfect. Exactly. And I think that's what we're trying to get across also, that we are perfect in the imperfect way that we are in. And this is what we're meant to be. So rather than trying to make yourself perfect, just look at your strengths. You, everyone has strengths. Look at your strengths and bring that forward because that is what you're meant to bring, bring forward in this lifetime. That is your gift. Yes. Now you yeah. mentioned, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. You mentioned that you had some, you mentioned some tips in your chapter. What is that one tip that you can share with the audience right now? All right, so... Having peace is having patience. Mm -hmm. And it's patience in the process. So in my chapter, I put patience. That's a part of peace. That's the first word of peace. And I use my quote. It's probably the only quote that I'm quoting in this book. But visualize, take action, and trust in the process. And that is, to me, the way that we can find success. Know that everyone is on their own timeline and pace, right? That's about patience because our timelines are different than other people's timelines, right? We can be in a hurry, but the person in front of us might be on a flow day where they're not in a hurry and they decided to just go with the flow, right? So knowing that everyone's on their own timeline and pace, and then Saturn, the planet of karma and restriction, brings blessings of hard work and diligence, right? So we have to take action. Saturn says, take action in the physical world. As Jupiter, the planet of luck and expansion, it promises luck and chance and this expansion and, const and contraction, well, con expansion and contraction with Saturn and Jupiter work together. So stay steady and hopeful as the planets spin into your direction and then have a, a vision and a purpose-filled life while creating opportunities and let the universe just do the rest. You know, it's like, I got this lucky lady, her name's Seema Geary. Like she came into my life, right? And I, I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll do the hard work. I'll do the work and then I'll let the universe do the rest. And that's what it's about, right? That's life. You have opportunities. We could either choose to take the opportunity 
or leave the opportunity. We have a choice. You know, it says in the Bible, we choose. Yes, yes. No, I totally um, agree with you on that. You have to take action and you have to let it let it happen in its own time. It's a, it happens in your divine timing and it's not always the time that we want. But exactly. it's important to stay in action because if you're not in action, you're not going to get the opportunities. You're not going to be able to say yes and move forward. And sometimes people think it's hard to sometimes understand that the things coming forward to you is an opportunity. Yeah. How do you recognize that as an opportunity that you should take or maybe not take? I think you just feel it. I think you feel it. Um, sometimes I just roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll write little papers in a hat. Should I? Uh, yes or no? Okay, ready? Pull it out. And then how I feel about what I pulled, I'll know. If I pull a no, don't do it. And I was upset that I got that. I know I need to go the other way. Okay. These are the little nuances that people, not everyone really understands and realizes. But uh, not making a de decision is not taking an action too. Yeah. Many people think, okay, I'm not going to, I'm just going to go with the flow. That's and that's, deciding, that's not going with the flow. You yeah. need to make a decision, a yes or a no and then go forward and that's how things will start unfolding well that is a great tip karina um, is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners um yeah i mean the thing about me and really embracing astrology is it helps with evolution and growth when you know your astrology birth chart, you could then learn more about yourself because it's your soul's DNA. And that's why I like to use the astrology birth chart when I'm life coaching, um, helping people, then I can know there's certain styles. You know how there's the uh, personality uh, test and there's the attachment test. All that could actually be found into your birth chart and more. You don't have to take a test, it's there. You know. Mm -hmm. If you have an astrologist, they could look at your chart and they could see what your communication style is, what your attachment style is, um, what your emotional needs, what your lo love language is, what your personality style is. Like all of this is found within an astrology birth chart. And I started seeing because you get to look at yourself in it objectively. And sometimes that takes the ego out of the way, right? You're like, oh, this is my chart. Like, oh, look, it says that I'm very... Uh, nitpicky and critical. Well, I don't want to know that. I don't think I'm like that. But then when you take that and you look further into it, and am I that way? And then you could work on those aspects. Well, what's the opposite of that? Oh, it's going with the flow and accepting people for who and what they are, because we're all on our different timelines and pace, right? So astrology to me has really changed my life in a very positive way. And you could probably ask anyone that knew me before <laughs> and knows me now that I am definitely a more uh, well-rounded understanding person. Yeah, so, but you know, I'm really glad that this, this both books have come out during such a, like a 
a crucial time mm -hmm. because we are all giving birth to a new world. It's a new existence and giving birth is painful, right? Like if you're having a child, like the birthing part is probably the most painful because when you're having a, you know, when you're pregnant and walking around with your baby, like you're glowing, you know, people are like, <laughs> then you have the, I have the baby in my arms and a sense of unconditional love. And look at this beautiful thing I've created. Like, oh, she's so sweet and she's so cute and mm. she loves me. But no one sees what happens in the hospital, right? Yeah. It's just painful. It's not only painful for the mother, but it's painful for the child. So not only is the collective going through pain, birthing pains, growing pains, but also the earth is because of the magnetic shift that's happening this global warming and these whole earth is is shifting and changing and so it's painful for Gaia and humanity because we're all one and there's just a lot of things that we're experiencing a lot of things that we're that we're uh finding out in science and so as above so below it's also we're finding out a lot about us as a humanity. So all in that, at, at that, um, definitely stay tuned. I'm working on teachables. I'm going to be doing workshops and content creation. And uh, yeah, you could find that at www.lucidlivingmovement.com. And I have a lot that's going to be going on, like how to read an astrology birth chart and how to work with your astrology birth chart. Wow, that's wonderful. That's it's so so many wonderful things to look forward to. So what you're saying is that your your birth chart astrology can be a really uh, important tool in helping you figure out your life's purpose, what kind of yep. person you are, or maybe what kind of even within your family. And the more you know about yourself, is an easy tool rather than going through a life trying to figure out use this as a good tool to learn more about yourself so then you can become the better version or or know how to deal with the different ways rather than being confused and then we can look forward to all the other courses that you're coming up with to have a better understanding yes i'm glad you said that because the most important part of your birth chart is your north node which is rahu it's your destiny point, And that's where you have the least experience and why you're here to satisfy. Mm -hmm. That's where you're going to find most of your happiness and growth and evolution is in your North node. So. Wow. Amazing. I know as Indians, we use that in astrology and almost everything, especially um, in marriages and any important oh, yeah. activities that we do, but particularly in marriages to make sure things are lined up um and things are you know, are going to work out so yeah i totally second that karina thank you so much for being on our show today it was so thank wonderful you. to have you here it's always a great learning experience for me and i'm sure it is going to be for our readers and our listeners yes i'm excited thank you seema for having me i appreciate you and both the books that we have been in together thank you for joining us for this interview I hope you've gained some insights and or tips that you can implement right away. 
For more interviews like this, please visit us at seemagiri.com or visit our YouTube channel, Break Free to Brilliance with Seema Giri. Until next time, have a great day.